Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, and this is the episode that I have wondered when I would ever actually do it. But it's basically going to be called I'm Going All In. And you probably guessed from that title with what I'm going to talk about. But I have finally decided to take the plunge and go all in on my business. So this has been quite a funny one because a lot of people thought already that Compaq was my full-time gig, whereas it'll be coming up to three years. So yeah, March 2021 will be three years since I launched Compaq. And interestingly enough, a lot of people already thought that Compaq was my full-time gig, whereas what a lot of people don't know is that it has never been my full-time gig until this present moment. So I'll give a bit more of like a backstory as to like what I have been doing and kind of what has gone on in particular this year and kind of what's brought me to this point where I've just decided like, fuck it, I'm just going to do it now. So what I had been doing when I, the first year that I had Compact, I was working remotely for a digital marketing agency and this wasn't like a full-time thing. It was kind of like in between part-time and full-time in terms of hours. I was doing it from home, seemed like the dream because I thought I can fit this around compact with what I'm doing. But slowly but surely, that relationship that I had with that person slowly started to deteriorate in the sense that I was getting paid hourly for what I was doing. And then when I actually calculated it, I was doing more hours, but not getting paid for it. And then it kind of came to that crux moment where I was just like, oh, like I'm trying to do all the hours in the day. I'm trying to build this business from scratch. And it was requiring a lot of the late night hustle while still trying to do the work on the other side of what I was doing. So end of 2018 I kind of just said to the woman look I'm really sorry like this just I need to focus I need something with a bit more structure because Compaq wasn't at the point at all in the first year that I could be like okay I'm just gonna you know take the risk all that sort of thing like it definitely was not at that stage there was still a lot of groundwork to do there was still a lot of work to be done and it was really really random a lady that I met through networking for this other job that I was doing, uh, the digital marketing one, we became quite good friends. And this woman was an insurance advisor and still is an sh- insurance advisor. And we've always kept in touch. She's been into fitness. I'm into fitness, obviously. <laughs> and um, I remember just kind of sitting down with her. And this was in November 2018. And I remember saying to her, look, Compaq is not at the stage that I can just do it completely or it is going to affect things like I'm not going to be able to reinvest the way I need to in order to get it to the place that I want it to be I said but I still need to do something to kind of cover you know basic living costs and then I can focus on everything else and she kind of looked at me and thought well that's really funny because she wanted to have someone to come in a couple of hours a day to help her with her business more like the admin side kind of like a PA so doing marketing like loads of different bits and bobs and I thought oh my god this is perfect this is just like the perfect thing that I need I can go in come back out and the rest of my hours are for me to do with Compaq boom so I started doing a couple of I think it started actually about three or five hours a day not including traveling and 
last year, so 2019, that was what I was doing. I was still working on Compact, doing everything I needed to do with that, which was obviously quite, it was starting to kind of ramp up in terms of demand while still doing the other job. So it still meant that I was driving to that job in between doing orders, then going to the post office, then going here and going there. And it was still very, very stressful. But within that time, she wasn't only just like a boss to me or a manager, she was very much a mentor. And she was so, so helpful. And she knew, like, before we even started, she said to me, look, I don't expect you're going to stay here forever. I think Max will stay a year, then you'll go. But that was like good in my head. So I thought, at least she knows that, like, I'm not going to stay here forever. So like, long story short, got to the beginning of this year. So February 2020. That month for me was kind of like a sign to be like okay this is a sign that potentially things are gonna you know all this hard work that I've been plowing for a good three four years now is finally going to pay off I can probably take the leap and leave the other job and this is before the season is starting I thought right I think this is the time so March beginning of March sat down with Robin she won't mind me to say her name sat down with Robin and I was like look I think this is the time now that I need to go all in and then what happened guys obviously COVID happened and in March we this is before everything really kind of like came out in terms of the COVID pandemic and stuff but we had got to the stage where we had interviewed my replacement we were I was starting to do all the manuals and all like the kind of handover and then obviously the COVID pandemic happened and I remember sitting there upstairs in my bedroom on my laptop and I just remember crying my bloody eyes out because I just thought oh my god Jasmine you absolute plonker you've now just left this other job and now you're going to be going into a pandemic where all shows have cancelled like naturally sales are going to go down because the shows aren't going to be happening you are such an idiot only you would decide this is the right time to do it and luckily Robin called me back up and said to me, look, this has just happened. You did not expect it. Do you want your job still? And I remember saying to her, well, you know, you've, you've, you've pretty much done, like you've got the other person on board, like surely, right? And she goes, I haven't actually signed anything. So there's still time if you want that other job. And I'll be honest, I just, I snapped it up. No one knew what was going on. So I just said to her, look, I'd really, really would appreciate it if I could still you know, do do the extra work on the side. So we reduced the hours down and then it got to, throughout the whole of lockdown, I was basically doing a couple of hours a day still, doing all that stuff. I feel like I'm rambling, but I feel like it's very, very important to give this insight because I, for so long, didn't really talk about this because I really do think if I tell people Compaq is my full-time gig, people wouldn't take me seriously. And I thought people wouldn't take my business seriously because of that. And a couple of times when it's been me speaking to people on DMs, I've had a couple of comments of people saying, oh, I didn't realise it was just you. I thought you were a bigger company. And it kind of got me thinking like, oh my God, like I just felt like I was at this massive crossroads where I just needed to ramp things up. It was just like a mind fuck, to be honest. I really wasn't sure, but I thought, right, let's just keep going, cover the business costs. I've still got this other job going. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then here comes to when I get to September, October. By this point, my boss, Robin, was moving into a new office and we kind of briefly spoke about maybe this being like my last project. Basically, I thought, right, I need to make a decision here. 
I either need to really go all in or just keep not having enough time to focus on what I really need to be focusing on. Because I'm so clear now on what I need to do with this business and I just need to crack on with it. So to kind of stop rambling, basically from November onwards, I will be all in on my business and doing nothing else. Obviously doing tanning for Get Bronze as well, but I kind of include that with income back. But there was a massive kind of point that I wanted to make with this episode because there's so many mindset practices that you need to have if you want to go all in on something. And it's so much easier said than done. Like everyone can tell you, oh, why don't you just quit your job? Or why don't you just go in for that competition? Or why don't you just go in for that federation that you really want to go to? But it isn't as, if it was as easy as that, guys, we all would be doing what we should be doing, right? But I think we have to kind of convince ourselves because when you're stepping outside of your comfort zone, your brain is going to start panicking and it's going to want to keep you in such a safe zone. And it will basically convince you why you shouldn't take that risk or why you shouldn't take that step that you want to. And your brain's very, very creative, I have found, of making any excuse under the sun as to why you shouldn't take that risk. So there was a point where I kept saying, oh, COVID. Oh, I can't, can't do it because of COVID. I can't do it because of X. I can't do it because of Y. And I was just listening to a random podcast. And one question I said was, but what if it all actually works out and you've been spending the past how many years or months or days convincing yourself otherwise and it really got me thinking do you know what I'm just gonna convince myself in this really really I I might sound like I'm bonkers but I'm just convinced myself that it's all gonna work out and I'm gonna keep putting this positivity in my head and out when people are talking to me about it I'm gonna actually change the way that I think about it instead of going down the whole oh well covid oh what about this what about that like I'm so bad at doing that (laughs) And I think a lot of competitors, whether it's business or competing, I think a lot of us are great at convincing ourselves that something isn't going to work out. And what happens? You've convinced yourself so much that that thing is not going to work out that your actions, the way that you are in the day-to-day, is kind of subconsciously leading up to that negative outcome, which is not what you want, but it's what you're telling yourself because you're scared. It's okay to be scared. I think if you're not scared or not nervous about doing something, then you're not pushing yourself far enough outside your comfort zone. So whenever you get these kind of initial, oh my God, what if this is going to wrong, that will go wrong. Like instead of thinking this is a bad sign that I shouldn't do it, take it as a, this is a good sign that I'm doing the right thing. Because if I don't feel like this, then I wouldn't be pushing myself and growing. Like that's literally the way I'm seeing it now. And I think there's a massive difference between having the courage to do something and having the confidence to do something. Because a lot of people think that you need confidence to get to that goal or to take their next step forward. When actually, I don't think you need confidence first. I think you need courage. I think courage is a lot harder to do as well, by the way. The courage to actually take that first initial step to be like, no, that's enough now that saboteur can fuck off. (laughs) Like that negativity in my head can stop now. And the courage to be like, no, I'm actually going to take a step forward. I'm going to book that show. I'm going to change coach. I'm going to jump all in for my business. Like 
courage is what you need because once you've done that first step, that's when you then get the confidence. Does that make sense? If you have the courage to do something first and take that action, that gives you confidence to start and it gives you the confidence to keep going. Because the risks that I took when I first set this business up, I look back now, to be honest, I don't even remember them. But I remember when I first started, every single little thing I did felt like a risk because it was new to me and I didn't know what was going to happen. Whereas now, the risks that I'm having to take now, I'm like, well, these things that I did last week or last year just don't feel like anything. But this is the point. If you don't start taking these little things, like little risks again and again and again, these little steps, you won't be able to get to those bigger goals. Like my goal has always been to create Compact as a legacy, as a brand, but not just like another brand. And I know everyone freaking says that like for their own business, but I really do believe it. And I really, really, really want it to happen. Like I want it to be the top dog, like the best it can be for this industry, for competitors, like in terms of products, not just even products though, it's resources. Like my priority and a big thing that I want to focus on is getting the resources page to like the nth degree and the best it can be. So nothing is left unturned and no one is sitting there going, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? Because <laughs> that can cause you so much stress and we all freaking know that. But the point I'm getting at, you've really just got to go all in on yourself and convince yourself crazy. Like even if everyone else around you isn't really sure and they're kind of telling you otherwise. Like, do I've been quite lucky. People haven't told me otherwise. It's been the other way around. But generally speaking, like the way you talk to yourself in these sort of situations, whether it's your business or whether it's a competing decision, is you have got to convince yourself a little bit crazy. And you've got to convince yourself and visualise everything working out. And that can be really hard sometimes when you feel like you've been knocked back. And then, you know, your saboteur will kind of kick in and you'll start thinking about all the things that you've done wrong and what things you're not good at and all that sort of thing. But you've really got to be conscious and like present and really like consciously override that saboteur and kind of take a step back and be like, oh, that's a saboteur. That's not actually me. That's just the neg- like the self-doubt me. And that's okay to have that self-doubt me, that little like annoying cousin. But you can so override it. You've just got to stop overthinking because you can spend a lot of your time overthinking and getting really creative with all the things that could go wrong because of this decision you're making. But what if you spent, like say you spend 10 minutes overthinking, talking yourself out of it, what if you spent those 10 minutes overthinking what could go right? Overthinking what is going to work out? And that's what I've started to do over time, which has really helped me to go like, right, I haven't got everything answered. I don't know if everything's going to work out, but I'm going to give it a good bloody try because I still know there's a lot that needs to be done in my business for the industry And that's exciting. Like you've got to frame it in a way that makes you take that step forward. And a big thing for me that has helped me as well, and this is something that I said to Erin Thompson when she set up her podcast. And I remember saying this to her when we were down in London a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months actually in August. And I remember saying this to her and I saw the penny dropped. And this is something that I do with myself. I 
convince myself that if I don't take these next steps forward, I'm being selfish. Now, why did I think I was being selfish? Because me and not taking the next steps to go all in on my business and actually produce the resources, the service I want to is selfish because it then means that there are so many people out there that aren't going to be able to get their goals that they want because I'm being too insecure and too scared to take the risks which actually are going to help them indirectly. That sounds a bit complicated, doesn't it? But when I said to Erin, if you're not doing this podcast, Erin, there could be someone tomorrow that's really struggling that day, really feels alone, and because you're too selfish, this is literally the way I said it to her, I said because you're too inside your own head and you're too fearful, you're being selfish and by you not putting that content out, it's going to be someone that's going to be alone and is not going to be able to fulfil their goals that they want to because of how selfish you are being by not doing this podcast because you are too scared. I remember seeing her face going, oh my God. (laughs) But this is the what I'm talking about though. It's reframing things in a way that are going to make you step outside of yourself. And it's for other people. That's like a big driver for me. And like people that are, you know, who have kids, that's a big driver for a lot of people is by what they're doing isn't all for themselves. It's for the example that they set their children, what they're showing, like they're showing their children what they can achieve if they step outside of the comfort zone and really go for something. And that's really, really powerful. Like if you're a coach or if you've got, you know, your circuit, your environment, the people that you love, like your friends and family, like think about what you are doing and the actions that you are taking and the courage and the risks like you know the things that you are doing by going all in yourself isn't just helping you it is helping other people around you like this shit's contagious my mum for example I've told her for so long she needs to quit her corporate job because she hates it and she's miserable she needs to be doing something which is completely opposite and she just needs to go for it but she's been doing it for like 12-15 years and I keep telling her, keep telling her, keep telling her. But as soon as I said to her, I'm quitting my other job tomorrow. What happened? The next week, she's gone for it. And that's just, is it coincidence? I don't know. But the things that you are doing, you don't, you think, oh, no one's like noticing, blah, blah, blah. But trust me, the people around you are, are feeding off that in a positive way. If you let it, if you don't let yourself talk completely crush you completely crush you like it's so easy said than done and I know with COVID as well like I don't get me wrong girls and guys like, I've had my moment still and I'm like what am I doing oh my god like but I just I've realized now the more that I keep talking myself out of stuff the longer I'm gonna have to wait to find out what's on the other side instead of framing it as a scary thing I'm excited and I'm excited for either way because I'd rather know. Like, wouldn't you rather know? If you're really wanting to go for a federation and you're scared of it, wouldn't you rather know what it's like instead of just putting it off? Like, that's literally the way you've got to think about it. If you frame it in the right way, you will be able to take actions a lot quicker. And during the pandemic, when things were really, like everything was proper lockdown, I honestly thought, even as shows happen at the end of this year, I'm still probably not going to leave this job until like beginning of next year. But then something changed, like something changed in me. And I thought, what if I'm just wasting time here? And what if 
I, you know, shave off two or three months and actually get closer to where I want to be faster because I just stop getting in my own way. Like, it's powerful what that can do to you, but you've just got to allow it. Like, stop resisting. Stop resisting. Stop not going for stuff and stop, like, preventing yourself from going all in on things because of this self-saboteur. It's really taking that self-awareness and realising and kind of like catching it and being like, oh, nope, that's not happening today. And having that control and that power within you, over time, it's going to get better. Over time, you're going to get more like snappier and sharper to make these decisions. But that is my episode to, I guess, describe where things have got to in terms of me taking the next step with myself. Don't get me wrong, still scared, but I'm excited more than scared. And that's where my shift has changed. I've stopped being so like scared of everything and thinking everything's a risk and fine and thinking, no, it's not. It's just the changing of the words and the frame of work that that you're working in within yourself. And that can do massive, massive things. So I'm very, very excited. We're kind of in the process of moving house at the moment. And that's another thing. There was loads of stuff in my house. Like we're definitely cramped. We're in a two bed terrace, two dogs now. And the house is just overflowing. And I just thought, you know what? I'm not going to sit on this and keep moaning about having too much stuff in my house. I'm just going to get another little unit next to the one I've got right now. There's no point getting, you know, a bigger one and moving everything. I'll just get a little add-on. Get a little add-on. Take some more stuff out. And that took, usually, that sort of idea back in the day would probably take me a good few weeks to kind of, in terms of getting it, like, an idea in my head to doing it. It would take me a good few weeks. Within three days, I had the idea of, hmm, not happy with the house. It's a bit of a mess. Joe's getting stressed out about it as well. It's not helping us. And then within three days, got the unit, moved stuff out, feel so much better for it. And it's like, hmm, instead of actually sitting on this, actually cracked on with it and I feel so much better and I can move on faster with what I want to be getting on with but I'm looking forward to the new house because Joe's going to be able to have his working space I can then set up my own official little office I'm slowly but surely building up my own little like photography studio so I can do my own product photography I've got a ring light anyway but you know what I mean like building up like a real nice office that I can fully go all in create the content I want to get the resources sorted and just take things that next, 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 next level. Another thing as well, like, I'm, it's so annoying because usually, like, this bounce back loan that's been going around, I really want to go for it, but I can't do it. And this is the only thing I'm like, oh, I actually, like, need to listen to my mortgage advisor. I said to him, oh, I just want to get this, like, bounce back loan. He's like, oh, what if the house doesn't go through? And I'm like, okay, this is the only time that I'm actually, like, not going to go forward with this whole what if thing. <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't apply to every single thing, but most of the time, it will. So I'm going to leave this episode here. But yeah, see what happens, see where things take us going ahead and stuff. But I'm just looking forward to, I guess, like give myself a pat on the back really and be like, you know what, I'm going to figure this out. And I'm going to go all in. I'm going to focus on doing what I love doing. Everything else is going to be delegated now. And just see what happens. So I'll keep you obviously keep you guys in the loop. Yeah. Anyway, just go all in, guys. Just just go all in on whatever you want to do and let me know. Be accountable and it will all work out in the end because if you put that out in the universe, it will happen. So have a wicked day, take a risk and I'll see you guys soon.